This whole story, all the mistakes are wrapped in prideful decisions and egomania. Joe doesn't say shit to nobody. Joe Sr. goes to Dr. Freeman himself. He says, you cut a hole in my daughter. If someone's putting Novocaine on your head, get out of there. Jeez, Rip yeah. the restraints off yeah. and run, baby. If someone's strapping you down, you gotta get up. You gotta <laughs> think it's malpractice. You gotta think something's going wrong. In three, two, Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Overshadow Podcast, the only podcast that covers the siblings of famous and infamous people throughout history. I'm Charles Engel. I'm Zach Russell. And today we are covering one of the craziest stories we've ever encountered. Rosemarie Kennedy, the sister to John F. Kennedy, a once vibrant, loving, slow... Little slow. Little slow. Come on. Wasn't her fault. Not her fault. She was... A beautiful girl with a slow mind that grew up to have a horrible life. The story, honestly, when I was reading that, I was like, "This is just, you convinced me to do it, and I'm glad we did. Because when I read it, I was like, oh my God. I know. Yeah, Charles, you were like, this is really sad. I was like, I kept texting <laughs> you. I was like, this is so sad. It's, it's definitely one of the most tragic stories that we'll, we will cover. Yeah. And it sucks. But I do think there is some cosmic justice that ends that kind of ends the uh, story a little bit of cosmic there's justice. some karma like a taste like a taste of justice for yeah. what they did to this no girl. you're right you're and right. there's a reason i mean i also i think you'll disagree with me but there's di i feel different ways the two main characters in this story are going to be rosemary kennedy and the father joe kennedy senior and i feel split on joe really i do i think i'm gonna be on board with hating joe yeah but i do admire Okay. I mean, he made a mistake, Joe. Yeah, I want to see if you can win me over with Joe, and maybe I can get you <laughs> win to win like you over him. in terms of lose you over because I hate Joe. Yeah, okay, so maybe I'll win you over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for a little bit, and I'll convince you that he is actually a a piece of shit, a piece of shit, a real piece of shit. I do think he's a piece of shit. I don't know. I think he was a product of his environment. Yes, obviously, yes. But in that environment, he was a piece of shit. You know what his environment was? A toilet, because <laughs> he was a piece of shit. <laughs> It's impressive what he did in the beginning of his life. Yeah. So I do want to, I'll talk to you about America for a little bit because I didn't know. Talk to me about America. <laughs> talk to you about America for a little bit, okay? <laughs> Joseph was born in 1888, but his, the first uh -huh. Kennedy ancestors came in 1849 during the potato famine. Potato famine, we all know about. There's no potatoes, but there's no potatoes. I didn't know. This is how much the Irish people depended on the potatoes. The yeah. average Irish man would eat 14 pounds of potatoes a day. And <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Trust me. No, I don't. Yep. I don't believe that. Yep. That's not it's a believable real. fact. Believe it, dude. No one eats 14 pounds of and anything a day. average woman was eating 11.2 pounds. What? I looked this up. You can call me on it. I was just like you when I read it, but I kept looking it up. <laughs> I was kid. just like you before I converted. I don't... <laughs> <to> the <laughs> cult of the potato. So, who... What, okay, let's say... I'm a potato student. Let's say it's a week and there was a typo. Like, let's just say it's a week. Still... 14 Still. pounds of potatoes. That's crazy. I feel bad for the Irish people because they came to America fleeing Ireland where Britain was in charge. And they took Britain took away all the rights. Yeah. Irish people had no rights, blah, blah, blah. They love doing that. Yeah, they love taking away the rights and conquering. They flee. They come to America on those ships. A fourth <laughs> of the population on each ship survives. So three-fourths of A dying. fourth survives? Yeah. Wow, I thought you were going to say died. No. Well, geez, I mean, there must have been more potatoes to go if around. If Irish, we were going Half the boat must have been potatoes. No, there were no potatoes. Oh, that's why they These left. people got onto the boats because they'd had... <laughs> well, that's why there was a famine. They were eating <laughs> 14 pounds of potatoes you know what a, a day. famine means? That's I mean, an unsustainable... I just realized. That's an unsustainable amount of potatoes. <laughs> if cars were going through that much gas, we'd be out. 
Well, it's potatoes because it's the only thing that they were able allowed to eat there. Allowed because the British people. What website dude, did you read? Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. When British had control, Britain had control of Ireland. They weren't allowed to speak Irish. They weren't allowed to worship their god. They weren't allowed to own land or vote or do anything like that. The potato famine happened. You're still able to grow other things besides potatoes in Ireland, but they were transported wheat, barley, oh. oat by armored convoy every yeah. day to Britain. So yeah. they didn't have access to any of that. And then when Britain found out that they were all starving and dying, they were for it. There's a quote here I have of like one of the lawmakers. Britain was for it? Britain didn't. There was a committee. They were okay. They were like, actually, God did this to Ireland, uh, and we should not intervene. It's overpopulated. God also agrees, yeah. so he sent a potato <laughs> fan. Which, by the way— Remember the flood? Yeah. This is kind of like that. If all your food goes bad for like seven years, I would also believe it was God. Sure. I'd be like, yeah, yeah come on, yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like if Katrina happened— and the president was like, what'd you do? <laughs> Fucking pissed off God, dude. What'd you guys do? You pissed off God. I can't do it. But um, so then the Irish, they come to America. We're praying for him and that's about it. <laughs> that's about all we can muster. So they, they get on the boats. They come to America. Uh-huh. They're starved. They're yeah. disease ridden. Yeah. They got no money. Yeah. And then they land in America. They're hated. Yes. Discriminated against. Signs say Irish need not apply. And I found out it was mostly because um, the Catholicism. There was a bunch of religious tension. Even before the Irish came there, there were anti Catholic, anti Irish riots where they were burning down homes of Catholic people. Oh, man. Burning crosses, lynching the Irish, hanging them from trees. Really? No. But I mean. Okay. (laughs) I was like, when did it end? (laughs) When when did the joke begin? (laughs) Yeah. Well, they hated them. And then America wanted to be proud. Protestants, and then when the Irish started coming over, it was like Boston alone. It was thirty-seven thousand in like two years. Irish. So it was a bunch of Irish. Yeah, because Boston's like mostly Irish. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. landed in. A, yeah. They landed in Boston, but they're too poor. They couldn't leave. It's uh-huh. not like they had money. Where you land is where you live. Yes. We're not getting an Uber yeah. to New Hampshire. Yeah. Right. So the Protestants and all this stuff, they hate the Catholics. It's the wrong religion. That's what we escaped to come to America, blah, blah, blah. Sure, yeah. But there were conspiracies yeah. back then. Uh, against the Catholics. One of them was that uh, the women were forced to stay in the church against their will. The priests raped the nuns all the time and strangled any babies that came Whoa. out of it. Yeah. We just fuck them, guys. Yeah. We don't strangle <laughs> Come on. Them. Look. That would be a one-time fuck. You got to keep <laughs> these kids alive. <laughs> They're like, we need more Catholics. Yeah. Look at us Irish. They have so many kids. So that's interesting. So yeah. they were making rumors about Catholic priests and Catholics in general just being um, barbaric. Yeah. That's just weird. raping and strangling. The Irish were so hated in America and treated so poorly that in the Mexican-American War of uh, 1898, some of the Irish switched sides and fought with the Mexicans to try to beat the Americans. <laughs> That's how shitty. And check this one out. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That's so funny. So their hope was that Mexico would win and that they would be Mexican-Irish? Mexican-Irish Catholic, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But that's the environment that we're living in. Okay, understood. There's still a lot of hate. That's why the Americans hated the Irish. It was a religious thing. Yeah. There's so many Irish. Yeah. And Joe was born into that. 
as we'll find out, Joe's very successful. He's very driven. Basically a powerhouse. But he was a very successful person. <laughs> basically, basically a power- Basically my basically, dad. Basically. Yeah, I wish he was my dad. No, you don't. I'd love to be a kid. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, my God. Take me away. Not after this I'll story. I'll call him daddy. Joe. Yeah. Well, this is what he did when he was younger, and I think you'll be on his side. Okay. So he was born into the Irish Catholic hate in 1888. He had discrimination. He couldn't apply for jobs. Born into the hate in 1888. <laughs> no potatoes in the homeland. Had to go to another land with prosperity, with my kids and me. Have Rosemary whoa, give her a lobotomy. Whoa. <laughs> Make it so she can't see or yeah. talk or even breathe. Wow, that's good. When she's coming out of Rose as a baby. Okay. Okay, put some water on that mic. It's hot. Woo. Baby. I mean, I freestyled in the shower for about 20 minutes today, so I'm that's feeling good. good. I'm feeling good. It's pretty good. I was texting Charles in the shower being like, give me two topics. I know. I saw <laughs> I'm hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hot and I'm wet and I'm naked. And I'm feeling good. Hot, wet, and hard. Hot, wet, and hard, baby. Yeah, it was so funny. I saw my phone light up, but I was typing this, and I was like, no. And I do appreciate that. And I was that. like, dang it. And then I was like, I am no longer in the shower. You texted me <laughs> yeah. two things. You're like, uh, dick can't get hard. No, dick can't get hard to fit into a small puss and Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Which was pretty fun. Uh, and this is what me and Charles' personal relationship is. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I'm in the shower, this I'm like. This is why we decided we should start a podcast. Because yeah. the conversation's like these. Yeah. <laughs> The gems that the public should hear, too. Who do you text in the shower? Is it your bro? <laughs> Get on mic and fucking make something of yourself. <laughs> dude, we gotta, we gotta profit off of these talks. Yeah, dude. Our conversations should be heard worldwide. <laughs> anyway, so you're talking about Joe. Hey, Powerhouse, about Joe 1888. 1888. He's born. Everybody hates the Irish. He faces discrimination. He uses that to fuel him. He goes to Harvard. He graduates in, like... 1912, he's still blocked from all the social big clubs that you need to be into to gain access to anything. You're right. So he still wants success. He gathers that he's going to get success out of wealth. So let me just give you a little bit of his resume. He made a fortune in the stock and com- as a stock and commodity investor. Then he started investing in real estate. Then he was a manager at a steel shipyard where he met Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the future president. That's where they met. Then he gets into the... Uh, What's that? Stocks, bonds, investing, real estate. Uh, what are those things called? What's that? Stocks? Uh, NFTs. NFTs. Big, big in NFTs is Joe yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. They, uh, he got a little bit of Ethereum. He was an angel investor in Ford. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he actually helped invent the cotton gin. Meets Franklin Delano Roosevelt in the steel shipyard. Then he marries, uh, what, was her, what was her name? Rose. Rose Kennedy, the daughter of Rose. Scott. Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald, yeah. Fitzgerald, the uh, the daughter of the mayor of Boston. They get together. Now they're colliding. They're now, both powerhouses. Both they're powerhouses. Both, it's, this is an American royal family. It's crazy. This is how Europeans would have married each other. Yes. But this is in a very American way, where yes. it's not based on birth. It's based on current power. Yeah, You know what right. I mean? Because like Europeans would have been like, oh, her stock is good. She's princess. Her mm-hmm. bloodline's good. Americans like, what can you do for me now? Yeah. It's not what did you and do for me And they get to decide. You get to go and pick your own queen. Yeah, but they still, it still seems like, I mean, I'm sure they, you know, loved each other or whatever, but. Oh, for sure. But it did seem like a pretty good he move gave, also. Yeah, the mayor like was probably move. like, you should date my daughter. Exactly. And he was like, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They played a, a game of poker. Yeah. Took a couple of shots together. Right. Yeah, yeah, there's something that happened. I'd like you to fuck my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> he takes a sip of whiskey. 
I already have. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, then he marries the daughter. So now he's got all these things. This is where there's a little bit of a, a lateral move here. Mm-hmm. He's got the wife. He's got political aspirations now. Yep. He's got a ton of money. He starts having kids. He wants the kids to be politicians, but he realizes he's going to need more money to fuel all his kids's if they all <laughs> campaigns. Kids is, yeah, all the for real. So then he decides to go to Hollywood. He invests in movie studios, becomes yeah. like the boss at three movie studios. He greenlit Citizen Kane. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And he was uh, whoever did Citizen Kane, which I actually don't know. Orson Welles. Orson Welles was 24 at the time, and he just gave him a chance. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's like so a, he did fun Citizen Kane. No, I mean, he's, he's, he's a cop. Probably because comp- he wasn't a Jew. <laughs> he's accomplished yeah we'll get into that he's accomplished so then- that's not coming from charles that's yeah. coming from charles being joe senior yeah, don't clip that <laughs> me uh- <laughs> note to self don't cut that out oh, of context go- okay oh yeah yeah, no. yeah 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 some people do want to hear this <laughs> in certain circles so he starts, well, he's an executive producer at these at these studios, and then he starts banging the actresses. Yeah, the hot. I mean, they're hot. They are hot. I, I was watching him? the video. Saw, yeah. They, like, they were showing fucking slideshows. It looked like of like a bunch of dead actresses, which I'm sure they're dead now. But yeah. at the time, they were very they much alive and very much hot. And they were probably, they just look like they're kinky, too. They look kinky. <laughs> Did they? Those like that like actress with like the band around it and the right fluffed hair, the flapper look. Yeah, the flapper look. But the bit. shitty part of Joe Senior, and there are many, but this is one of them. He would bring home the actresses with whom he was philandering to his kids, and yeah, his kids would like meet them as he like goes upstairs to bang them out. My thought was that maybe he brings them home in hopes that the kids forget one day. Uh, they're not gonna remember. <laughs> well, one of them's not gonna remember. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Joe, yeah, Joe, Joe is a uh, the equivalent of a billionaire. Yes, he ends up with uh, several hundreds of millions of dollars, which now is several billions of dollars, and uh, so he's acquiring all this wealth and he's trying to get his kids into politics. He himself is kind of trying to get into politics. Then he has this daughter, Rosemary, who turns out to be kind of an issue for some of his ambitions Mm -hmm. and his family's ambitions like this guy definitely a chore a chore right we're not even going to talk about jfk really it's a story about joe senior and rosemary yeah um with a little dash of uh freeman so that's joe now rosemary um at the time they were living in brookline massachusetts where a lot of people were getting diagnosed with influenza because the during the time that rosemary was born which is 18 19 or sorry 1918 it's at the height of the spanish influenza p- pandemic and mm-hmm. it's kind of wild to see pictures where people are wearing masks yeah. back then and they're like yeah. cloth rosemary's mom rose is in labor and the nurse is there the nurse is ready to deliver but is waiting for the doctor who is late because he's treating all these uh, spanish flu people which you know not great to be like sorry i was just in the midst of the spanish flu yeah. <laughs> let me get in your let pussy me see that newbie. <laughs> <laughs> let me get my hands on that zero year old so the doctor is late by like two hours and uh the nurse is getting worried because there's there's pressure in the nurse's handbook it's very clear that the nurse has a responsibility for two lives the mother and the daughter and if anything happens to the mother when the doctor's not in the room, that reflects very poorly on the nurse. Mm-hmm. So the nurse has been kind of scared, even kind though she's trained. Pretty shitty situation. Pretty shitty handbook, honestly. Yeah, they hey. should be. They should have had an asterisk. All be- the blame goes on the nurse. Don't worry, doc. <laughs> no one talks about the handbook yeah. <laughs> that told her what to do. Instead of just delivering the baby without the doctor present, she's like, okay, Rose, 
clamp your legs together and yeah. just hold this baby in. Can you do it? Are you with me? I can't believe, dude, it's hard enough holding in pee on a car ride. Can you believe holding in a thing with arms, legs, and a conscience? That baby probably had to pee. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they both had to pee. In I can't, I mean, pee doesn't have an agenda. This kid's trying to breathe, you know? You look like you're in pain right now, Charles. I really, I really. Um, are you an empathetic person? Yeah. You are? I think you are, actually, yeah. because you read this uh, and you were like, we can't do this. Yeah, it was really. And I was reading it and I'm like, this is great. I keep picturing <laughs> the baby. I feel like you're just breathing through a straw. You're probably getting a little bit of air and you're yeah. just feeling like you're just already getting dumber and dumber. And yeah, getting, yeah. Your you potential just, is slow. You have a full <laughs> Kennedy brain. I know. And now, first of all, this is also a spoiler because this chick was apparently very voluptuous. It's super hot. Everywhere yeah. she went, you're like, that girl whose shoes are untied is a babe. <laughs> everywhere. everywhere she that went. cross-eyed dame needs to get into my car. Look at the cans on that cross-eyed dame. Yeah. She's telling, uh, the nurse is telling Rose, the mother, to keep her legs crossed. And then she can't do it, so the baby starts crowning. Ah. Which is like, you need to fucking buck up, buddy. <laughs> you it's need so to be bad. okay. She starts crowning, and the nurse starts pushing the baby's head back into the mother. Which I've never even heard of. That's as called a, a coin return. <laughs> <laughs> so she's Get she's holding back. in the head, which must have been tiring after two hours. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's a she's probably done that before. She probably <laughs> got good triceps from doing it. I One mean, arm probably, is much bigger than the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, I work so I work summers at an ice cream place, so <laughs> I can hold the baby in for at least four hours. <laughs> It's like an arm wrestling championship. People are like yeah. dabbing her forehead. She's like <laughs> elbow on the table. The baby you can see like swimming and <laughs> the, the hands coming out like. Under the yeah, it's like a tall person holding yeah. a short person yeah, back yeah, and the yeah. baby's just like, yeah. come on, hold. So the baby's trying to get out. And obviously, I mean, yeah. And, and the, the, the natural process is being delayed. And yeah. the baby, unfortunately, is being deprived of oxygen. For this whole time, so it was yeah. getting some oxygen because it didn't die, but yeah. not enough to, yeah. to in this in this very crucial part of brain formation. You know what I mean? I didn't know the brain. Yeah, you, you think about it like that, where you're like, wow, even in the tunnel out, it can be damaged like that. Yeah, I wonder when the baby, like, because when when the baby's in there, it's getting oxygen, I think, through the umbilical cord, and uh, it's in there breathing somehow. It's so, doing where do something. the gills That's, go? I know you read that and you're like, do babies breathe in there? Here's my question for you, Chuck. Where do the gills go? <laughs> <laughs> when the baby comes out after nine months do the gills fall off when the gills fall off do you get to keep the gills does my mom have my gills i'm gonna give her a call i know i i wanted to put them under my pillow get a few bucks yeah that's for my gills no you don't get bucks for gills what do you, you didn't know that no yeah you get pennies oh man they're not really worth it for the ferry. The Gill Ferry is very broke. It's a buyer's market. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's actually just, the ferry's just called Gill. <laughs> Gill the Gill Ferry. Some guy. Yeah, some guy. Hey. Some 40-year-old who classes, hey. Can I have your gills? I'm here for the gills. Oh, yeah. Ugh, here's a few nickels. Maybe for OnlyFans, girls start selling their gills. Yeah. Like that girl who bottled up her farts. I saw that. It's great. I that saw that. It was She was holding up a jar, though, that looked like shit had a poop in it. Uh, probably a little bit of poop. I mean, that's what you're going to... That's a slippery slope. Yeah. You're going to yeah. get something. You're going to accidentally poop once. Oh, for sure. And then you're <laughs> going to sell that for more. Yeah. That, I think, is the thing that proves guys are hornier than girls. I don't know any girl buying my farts jarred up. True. Heather hates them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine a world I where anyone would buy them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I swear to God, every time I... F I have crazy farts. Yeah. But every time I fart, Heather reacts like it's the first time I farted uh. in front of her. It's an all-out, oh, my God. 
Come on. Every time. Yeah. It's been four years. Maybe she thinks that if you're gonna if she reacts that way, that maybe you'll learn, but you won't. No, I, I, I laugh even harder. Yeah. That's the thing that girls don't realize. The freak out is what I crave. Yeah. That's what I'm after. Yeah. I'll hold it in and it'll bubble up, but I appreciate you screaming, freaking out. Thanks. So Uh, the doctor eventually gets there. He's covered the Spanish flu and he's like, this is a healthy baby because it looks healthy. No, I don't need to change gloves. This Mm, is... mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, also, by the way, there was another thing, I think, uh, another thing that I read that maybe the nurse, because if the doctor wasn't there, this is in the times before healthcare was involved, so there's no plan. And the doctors charged a fee to deliver babies. Oh, you're so right. So if the doctor wasn't there, you're the doctor right. couldn't charge 125 bones to the account, give a little bit to the nurse. Mm-hmm. Why don't you grease the wheels a little bit? Stop the baby until I get there. I'll split it halvesies with you. Yeah, that's so, interesting. Actually, yeah. that could have been a motivator. Maybe it was a cash grab in a baby hold. <laughs> It could have been. It could have been. It could have maybe been a cash nurse, grab baby hole. Yeah, maybe the nurse was just, uh, you know. He's like, if I'm late and you want some beer money, you fucking hold that baby hold in. in. She's Rosie the Riveter. She's like, I got it. Yeah. What are you going to do? I'm hold that baby in. Yeah. Cash grab baby hold. That's so funny. Um, so uh, so Rosemary is is deprived of oxygen yeah. as a baby, which affects her development. She's slow to hit developmental milestones like crawling, walking, speaking. By two years old, she's uh, she's kind of just starting to like crawl and, and walk, which is slow. Yeah. Which um, imagine having a baby that's not cra- that's crawling and like not talking when they're supposed to. Every day you wake oh, up man. and you're like, did I lose? Yeah. I think I lost. I think I lost. <laughs> I think I lost baby. the lottery. Yeah. How do we? Man, that's going to be a heavy debt. You keep scratching. Man. You're like, is that a five? Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, it's shitty. Like, that's honestly one of my, I'm honestly nervous to say it out loud oh, on the sure, podcast. But that's one of my biggest fears yeah. is having a mentally disabled child. Yeah, of course. Then Just you to go around it, telling everybody how you, they taught you how to love who more. Who rescued you? I yeah. know. I got to get the speech Actually, going. Actually, it deepened my love. Yeah. So I love things more than most people. Yeah, I know. Cut, cut to me right when I learned that they're disabled, just like kicking over trash cans in the hospital. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> they probably have a room, like an axe throwing room. <laughs> there's like the maternity room, and then there's the room you go in right when you learn your it. kid's an idiot. Get to throw plates and yeah. throw pictures of your child graduated from college. That no, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> just a football helmet. That's never gonna happen. Yeah, you you get a regular helmet. <laughs> <laughs> you're destroying stock photos of like yeah. college yeah, yeah. kids of moments you'll never have yeah yeah. yeah 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 this is when we went to the aquarium and he didn't try to get in the tank yeah. you're driving they let you test drive a big van you know with yeah the yeah yeah accessibility van right right Jeez. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, that would be rough so they take her to a specialist because they're worried about her development and the parents approach the specialist and they're like why why would it be that she's like this and the specialist was like well was did anything weird happen to her when you know she was like growing up, and they're like, "Well, yeah, I mean, the nurse did hold uh, her in my body for the length of two movies," and they're like, "Well, that's it. That might be <laughs> that's it. gonna be it." <laughs> I don't know if that's it, but it's definitely it. <laughs> that could it's, maybe be it, or maybe it's probably it. it. I think it's it. So that sucks. So then Rosemary is is okay. Not a lost cause. She has behavioral issues a little bit, and she's slower to learn, but she's a lovely, nice yeah, person. Yeah, she's bubbly. She's bubbly. She's vivacious. She's innocent. She did have anxiety, and she had uh, yeah. she had seizures, and yeah. she acted out sometimes, but that was just because she was put in situations that she couldn't uh, succeed in, because she's sure. in this environment. Of, uh, she's in the Kennedy family, yeah. which has such high expectations for everyone in it. One of the reasons, I mean, there's, there's several reasons why uh, they couldn't kind of be out about Rosemary's condition. I yeah. think one because it would admit that they made a mistake. 
that the nurse did a shitty thing and now our kids fucked up. I don't even know. That's if like they a would've... blemish on the family. You think they would have? No, no, it I... is because there's the the eugenics movement, which also it really influenced like Hitler and his you know shitty ideas. The eugenics movement was this idea that if you were shitty. <laughs> This is the canon. If you were shitty, then there was a gene in you yeah. that meant that certain people or certain social groups born with that bad gene shouldn't be allowed to reproduce because you're passing on bad stock. Mm-hmm. So there was a fear from a science perspective that if Rosemary's ailment, her disability got out, then that would kind of poison the Kennedys well. Of like, what's wrong with the Kennedys yeah. that they had this bad apple? And then from a religious standpoint, they're Catholic. And Catholics were very reg- regressive wow, when they, they thought of uh, mentally ill people. They thought they were possessed by the devil, which I'm going to give a pass. Because if someone's wailing in church, you know, if you're That's in true. a pew and someone's like, fuck, shit. You're like, yeah. maybe the devil. Maybe the devil. Maybe During the, the sermon, devil. he does it every sermon. During <laughs> Right it's... when the guy gets up there? Yeah. The optics are bad. Yeah, the it's totally fucked up. I don't agree with it, but the optics are bad. If they you're also, screaming in church, yeah, the Catholic thinks you're possessed, but they wouldn't give him communion. So what do they? What do they do for Rosemary though? Because she could pass. You think she was getting that cracker and wine? She's getting that cracker. Yeah. Taking it back to her pentagram, shitting out the Antichrist. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Digesting it, making evil spirits every night. <laughs> keep, ah, she's keep, just, her head's rolling on the toilet. Yeah. It is funny that uh, that Rosemary uh, Rosemary's Baby is like a horror movie about about a, a possessed child. Uh, I wonder. Yeah, that was just originally linked to. <laughs> I don't think so. But anyway, so from science and religion and just you know trying to be uh, the it family, they were like, no, we can't. You can't have. We can't, we can't show you off. Share. Well, we can show you off, but we can't tell people that there's yeah. anything wrong with you. We have to hide that you are somehow less they also uh when they went out into public appearances too they made rosemary like practice speeches and stuff like that and she did for do- hours yeah for that's hours gotta be tough. Well, yeah she's the black sheep but she's got yes. soft wool and they think in a classic like push it down irish get through it way they think that including her in all these activities will force her to catch up. Yeah. Just plow through. Yeah. You're going to figure it out. Yeah. All right. You come to the tea party, you come to the dance, the opera, you make it work. Yeah. You meet the queen, you do it all. Yeah. So the mom thought that if they held her to the same standards, that her disability would be like wrung out of her, kind of like an air bubble on a screen protector. You're just like, get out. Yeah, you know? Funny, yeah. <laughs> so I, which I, I, from my own medical standpoint, I kind of get that because if I have something that's weird on my body, I'm just like, it'll go away. Yeah, for sure. You know, you're always like, give it a week. Yeah. And then suddenly you're at a picnic and your mole starts having a seizure and you're like, oh boy, <laughs> I better get this checked out. <laughs> I didn't give it enough oxygen. Didn't give it enough air. <laughs> Um, but there's a there's such a pressure for uh, that that Rosemary's under. Like I saw this in a documentary. Rose, the mom, the grandkids would send her ah, thank yeah. you notes to be like thanks for the Christmas or whatever. And then Rose, Rosemary's mother, would send the letters back redlined, critiquing their diction, yeah. their 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 use of like punctuation. And then I don't, they have to send them another thank you note, like thanks so. for correcting me. Yeah, I'm so, an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> You're the best, Grandma. Thanks. Grandma. Yeah, it's like I am a dumb bitch. So imagine that being that impatient grammar Nazi, which I'm sure Joe loved. Yeah, in the bedroom. <laughs> yep. He's like, "Can you get the grammar out of there?" Yeah. Just the Nazi. That's Just nice. Treat me like a Nazi. That's in nice. There. Um. So yeah. So she was in this really uh, tough pressure cooker of a high society that uh, she was kind of crumbling under. Like that. All this stress would make her act out. 
Yeah. So the integration's not working with the family. Nah, she's she's, she's kind of the, uh, fucking it up. Yeah. Turtle's not winning the race here. No, definitely there are, not. She's, it's she's eating the grass off the course. <laughs> he's a turtle and a bunch of rabbits. Yeah. And uh, they are a little, uh, yeah, they can't really handle it. So they send her off to a boarding school in Pennsylvania. And this is the first time that she's kind of sent off and like sent away, which is going to become a theme in her life. And then when she's 15, she's sent to a Sacred Heart convent in Providence, Rhode Island. And she's educated separately with two nuns and a teacher, Mrs. Newton. But she needed a lot of special care and attention. And uh, she kind of thrived in these environments where she's not being asked to do all of these things. Yeah, exactly. You know, in every situation where she's like actually given care and education and attention, she's fine. And they had enough money to do that for the rest of her life. They like sent her off on like retreats. Yeah. You know, and then they, they would, she would come yeah, back. Her, and her best life was when she was away. Yes. All the time. Sucks. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think if society was different, if this situation was today, if the Kennedys were alive today and same thing. I think Rosemary would be at the forefront of their family because of the way things that she would be yeah. their golden ticket right. to president. Like, She'd thank, probably be the president. Thank God. We got a Rose. I mean, she'd yeah. be famous on TikTok. She, she had a yeah. fat ass. Huge. <laughs> she did. Everybody said she and had a, a learning disability. Fat ass, learning disability. Yeah, she's Dude, a woman. She'd be in a song with Nicki Minaj. They'd yeah, be getting yeah, yeah. stupid with their watch. Like, <laughs> That's what the song would be called. Yeah. S-T-O-O-P. Yeah. S-L-O-W. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Get she had, slow. Yeah. Slow. Yeah. <laughs> like I she, agree. She could have been an asset. She could have been a huge, huge asset. asset. Apparently. <laughs> so then Joe decides to get into politics. Kind mm-hmm. of around this time. This is where the FDR connection comes into play. Right. This is where the old steel mill yeah. connections really come to fruition. Yeah. The steel meets ground. Rail meets the road. Rail there meets the road. Go. He bankrolls FDR's campaign. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Dude. Okay. This guy comes out of the shadows and wow. goes, you, I hear you running. I can't make you walk, but I can make you run for president. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> I wanted to tag, but that was pretty funny, and I couldn't think of a funny enough one. <laughs> I feel like I'm not thinking of funny tags this whole app. But uh, so he bankrolls. <laughs> but uh, I love that comedian move when they're supposed to be alive, and you go, but uh. <laughs> yeah, wow. Charles was like, I've been bombing for an hour. <laughs> anyway, Rosemary had a tragic life. Rosemary's? <laughs> I think we should end it. But, uh, <laughs> so this guy helps FDR become the capital P. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then this is a little <laughs> story I heard because well, let me get the years right here. In 1934, he becomes the uh, he's in charge of the Securities and Exchange Commission. Right? Yes. FDR appoints him the chief of the Securities and Exchange. Which does things yeah, he does related things. to security. He's getting he's getting positions of power. Yeah. He's exchanging a lot of stuff. He's securing. Uh, Joseph obviously has hungry eyes. He wants to be the president Mm -hmm. one day. Mm -hmm. So then he comes to FDR and he's like, how about you make me the ambassador? Secretary of Treasury first. Okay, Secretary of Treasury. Yeah. Okay. And then I think... Yeah. Let me correct me if I'm wrong. I will. Perfect impression. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know until you specified who it was. (laughs) Go on. He suggests that he should be the ambassador to the United Kingdom. Yeah. And apparently... FDR laughs so hard he almost rolls out of his chair. And then there was a quote that like the nephew was in the room and he said, my, uh, he goes, uh, my uncle laughed so hard he almost stood up. 
But then apparently that must have been a classic line. Yeah, oh, for these people, come on. Yeah, this guy almost stood up. The pie was so good, he almost stood up. Yeah, jeez, so it <laughs> wasn't like good way enough. overused. Yeah. FDR can overhear it. He's like, "Oh my god, I look. can't stand it's. <laughs> I can't stand this." And they're like, "Good one." <laughs> Thanks for playing along. He's fun. He's fun <laughs> He's about it. Guy. We call him Fun Delano Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> He's known for his funness. But then apparently this guy rolled around a little bit and thought that it would be a good idea. So mm-hmm. he does make him the ambassador. He paced for a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he rolled around. He was pacing. He was thinking. He did a few laps. Yeah, did a few laps. He's like, you that. know what? Joe's no nonsense enough that I'm going to send him over there. Yeah. Keep those Brits straight. Mm-hmm. Make sure none of them go gay. <laughs> So, you know, he gets it, right? So Joe, <laughs> that's what I wrote, and I read it like a crazy person. So he gets it. He understands it. Yeah. And he gets the position. And his family moves to London. And so now, I really wish I had gum or like uh, mint or something. Do you want you know? me to go get you a gum? No, you don't have gum here. We could go run and get some gum. We don't need to run and get gum. <laughs> Give me a rock to suck on. <laughs> Give me a pebble. There's no gum here. There's no pebble either. Uh, so England Oh yeah, they go to England They're having a ball Everybody meets the queen They're going to balls They're what? going to dress fittings Who would yeah. go to a dress fitting? What do you mean? Women, would, women hate that part of clothes shopping How it fits yeah, They would go to, to dress fittings as events You would like go and try oh. on dresses with your ladies And you'd buy one probably That's probably just what they yeah, call shopping Yeah, probably was just like a Well, what if it was just like a, a Tupperware? Just like a try like on a, and leave Oh, a Tupperware like that you a bring your like, own dress? Oh, look, this knife is really sharp. No, like those parties where you sell Cutco. Right. The people, you go to one person's house who has all the new dresses. It's kind of like a car. It's like Mafia where you're trying to root out who's selling you a dress. That's what they did. <laughs> who's uh, the saleswoman? Yeah. And when I went to Thailand, that's what they would do. What do you mean? Everywhere you go, like if you get a little a taxi. They try to sell you dresses? Tux, they like, no, they, it was a tux. Yeah, they're like, oh, tux. I'm not putting on the dress. They're Pull like, you Chappelle. could be a lady boy. Yeah. They would drive Would you, you like to be a Thai lady boy? <laughs> I am a white man. <laughs> Very rare here in Thailand. A white man lady boy. Yeah. Um, An Irish Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, every, you tell them where you want to go, and they just always drive you to a tuck shop. And you're like, I'm not going to buy it. Really? Yeah, or a, or a ping pong show. They abduct you? Yeah. And you tell like, them you want to go like, to Wendy's? Like, we'll go, you, we go where you want to go, but first... You cannot play. look like that. Yeah. Where are we going? At Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. Wendy's very nice in yeah. Thailand. <laughs> Wendy's $3 sign restaurant <laughs> in Thailand. Um, we call it Wender. Full name. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wender. <laughs> but eventually... That sounds like a very defeatable Power Ranger enemy. Wender. Wender. Wender's here. Yeah. They just um, assemble and beat its ass immediately. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that, that episode with Wender was pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty <late>. boring. <laughs> it wasn't even a fight. People who are uh, purists, I love Wender. Yeah, Team Wender. Yeah. Uh, England love Rosemary. Yeah, they did. They England, thought she was hot, dude. Hot, beautiful, full of life. Yeah. I think because they're a little, you know, a little uptight and to themselves. And in then England. they see this. You know, he's like, "Hi, hey, everybody!" Yeah, this girl on the spectrum picking ladybugs, showing that ass. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> she was a very, ma- she was a manic pixie dumb girl. Yeah, she is what was. she was. Yeah, she, there were no dreams. There was nothing going on. I mean, there was stuff. There was stuff going on. We do need to make this point. She, yeah, she was wasn't a, a lovely person. Yeah, she was not drooling. She was very nice. Everybody loved her. There's yeah. pictures. I mean. The pictures of her in uh, in England are pretty striking. Oh, she looks great. She looks like such a fun hang. Yeah. And you know if she, you know, you guys were to 
go home and have fun, that it would be fun. You know what I mean? She'd do what you want. Yeah, she probably no, would. No, that's not what <laughs> I, I mean. Like... <laughs> I mean, she would be good at sex. Not that she would be obedient. Not obedient. Because of her stupidity. <laughs> no, I'm saying she'd be into kinks. She'd do what you she'd want. She'd be like a... You know, she'd be like a one beer girl. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she is gone. It's like she's 11. She'd get her one app and half a truly. This girl is in your lap. <laughs> we'll do anything. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me, dude. <laughs> I'll go get with her. Do it, dude. Have you seen that ass? That's what it, all of London was doing. She was like a little Kardashian. Like I'd like a spot of tea with her. Yeah. Spill my tea on her. I'd like to spill my... Oops! <laughs> Take off your clothes, please. I have a fire and a rug we could lay upon. Maybe you could um, try it's and address a soft it nicely. Rug. <laughs> hmm? You like to pet rugs? You like soft things? <laughs> <laughs> do you? <laughs> or do you like them hard? Rosemary, because <laughs> I got both <laughs> at different points of the night. Let's do a science experiment. <laughs> this is what this is why she likes school so much <laughs> because yeah. she was having sex with the teachers. Oh yeah, she was getting. Though mentally twelve, sexually she was forty-five. <laughs> she rocked my world. <laughs> <laughs> I, David Attenborough, who who knows how old he was? Hold on, <laughs> how old on? Hold on, <laughs> wait a second. How old is David Attenborough? He's he's ninety fucking five, dude. We're gonna lose him soon. Nineteen twenty six. Uh, okay, and then Rosemary was born in nineteen eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. Okay, so they are eight. They're eight years apart. Wow, they're eight years apart. So if he's ninety five, then she would have been a hundred and three. All right. But but if she's in England. <laughs> or, this is where you zoom in and in the background you see a picture of David Attenborough you're like they fucked like those Epstein photos there's Bill Clinton <laughs> David Attenborough right there dude wait is the woman rubbing David Attenborough's foot Rosemary Kennedy he was on the he's in the plane ledger Ghislaine Kennedy <laughs> <laughs> David Attenborough was on that plane so how old is she when she's in England I think she's in her late teens. I think you're right. Yeah, because 15, you're right. That was after the 15s. It's 30. So she's like 19, you know? She can drink. She's like a, she is a woman. She's physically a woman. And, uh. I mean, from the picture, she does look. I think if you talk to her, it would, it would be like pure and like refreshing. Yes. And just very liberated. I think you may have a scent in your mind. You're like. If you talk to her for long enough. You'll probably start to understand that maybe, yeah, but maybe, maybe there's you, something. Maybe it's just a little court, like a little brief. You may, you might think she has a crush on you because she's like, pro- yeah, she's probably full very of, nice. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like a kid oh. would be nice. Yes, yeah, she's like a nice person, which makes it all the more sad that you know that got erased from her. But she was presented to King George the uh, sixth and the Queen Elizabeth. Uh, she practiced her curtsy for hours. She tripped and she almost fell um, when she eventually met them. But it's sad. I mean, so she went to Buckingham Palace and like pretty cool, pretty sweet, and uh, was presented to the king. What American family gets presented to the king and queen? And I present to you the Angles. Yeah, the best Americans. <laughs> Your brother's doing a drum solo in the yeah. background. <laughs> you know those people that left you and started of another country? These are the best of them. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is a strange, you know. Oh, I'd like to meet them. I wonder what they talked about. If they talked about, you know. I don't know if they talked or if they were just yeah, presented. Just... If it's just like a hello, shake hands, goodbye, good game. <laughs> good game. I would imagine they talked though. Right? Wonder, At I least don't know. the dad. I mean, what if Maybe the, the, yeah, did the, the kids queen's play? Probably, I wonder if the queen's just like. Mm. What are the kids doing? You know, are they fraternizing? 
I couldn't see that. With with all the I other could. kids, I could. Yeah, maybe I could mm. see them playing around, and I could see why that would be all the more important that the kids also get it. I had some. Uh, did you ever have any friends when you were a kid that were just little bitches that you had to weed out? <laughs> no, seriously, this kid came over to my house, and um, he was like a nice kid, and we were friends. And then we were like playing in the yard or something. He didn't want to do something. He had a like a temper tantrum, and we mm. were like middle schoolers. Oh wow. And he like he was like all moody and like down in the dumps, I would call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And she like laid on the couch inside and it was just like moping. And I was Jeez, like, Yeah, you can't come over again. Do you want to go? Yeah. You know, I was like kicking him out. It's like your first time. If you of, don't like, want to fuck, if you don't want to play, <laughs> hey, bro, you're not being cool, bro. If you don't want to fuck, it's fucking yeah. is kind of like playing for kids. Or sorry, there we go. Playing, playing is kids' version of fucking. They're like, if you're not gonna play, then you can fuck off. Yeah, I'll you know call what I mean. Car. You can play off. That's my <laughs> that's my bit for five year olds, kind of. But I say fuck, so I couldn't do that. All right. <laughs> you guys don't know, but this metaphor works. Scratch this that. is a bit of a time bomb. This joke, it's gonna pay off. All right. So anyway, <laughs> so Rosemary's hot, manic pixie dumb girl. One thing we actually forgot to talk about is why Joe is in England. I think we may have we we like joked about him being ambassador and stuff, but he did get the ambassador job. Yes. And then he was sent over to England in 1938. So then in 1939, a year later, Britain declares war. Rose and most of the children go back to the U.S. Rosemary and Joseph stay behind. Uh, When the Blitz begins, the German bombing of London, she was sent out of London to the Belmont House, which was a Montessori school in the country. Uh, Do you know what the Montessori method is? No. I had heard of it, but it focuses on all five senses to develop a child's learning. So... For Rosemary, that meant more tactile and uh, like group, cooperative, free learning. Okay. As opposed to a more traditionally structured education. Got it. And you get a lot more uh, care, you know, and like attention. So it was like the best for her. She called it the most wonderfulest place I've ever been to. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Joe wrote to his wife about Rosemary. Rosemary is contented completely to be teaching with Mother Isabel. She's happy, looks better than she ever did in her life, is not the slightest bit lonesome, and loves to get letters from her siblings telling her how lucky she is to be over here. Wow. So Rosemary was indeed thriving. I don't know why I wrote it that way. Everyone's in the United States, except for Joseph and Rosemary. And then, Okay, this is my maybe my favorite part. Because uh, it's so silly. Joe has to leave England because he was like, Hitler's going to win. Democracy's over. Yep. And they're like, all right, well, no way. Yeah. You can't say that. You can't be the president now. <laughs> That's not I a good mean, campaign slogan. No. Yeah. <laughs> Democracy's over. Vote for me. Hitler's going to win. Vice yeah. president. There's bumper stickers. Kennedy, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler's way bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Kennedy is just the dot over the Hitler eye. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so uh, Kennedy, we'll talk about uh, how Joe Sr. was a total puss, honestly. He was a big old puss. he was a puss? He was a puss when it came to the Nazis, yes. I think yes. he just agreed with the Nazis. You think Nazis. he was an opportunist? No, he agreed, but we'll get into that. Okay. We'll, we'll discuss. You don't think he, you think he was a tribalist? Yes. Okay. I do. Go I for think it. he was a tribalist and an opportunist. He's a puss? He's a puss? <laughs> We're going to remember him poorly because he's also a bigot, but the issue at hand is is the pustum. He saw Hitler take Austria. He saw Hitler take Czechoslovakia. And he was like, Hitler's winning. Mm-hmm. I like winners. We're going to appease him and yeah. try to make peace. Maybe we'll just try to not fight them. And then they declare war on them. He's also a Nazi sympathizer. Yeah, I read a... 
1934, as early as 1934, <laughs> he's writing letters to his son, Joe Jr., who calls the Nazis' dislike of the Jews, quote, well-founded. Joe Sr. wrote that he was very pleased and gratified at your observations of the German situation. Yeah. We can't forget Joe's from Boston, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're a good kid. No fucking shoes. <laughs> no fucking We're allowed on my fucking golf courts. <laughs> That's true. They weren't allowed in, like, country clubs and stuff. So, like, I'm I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I get it. We all get it. Like, we get it, Jeremy. And this is kind of the fucked up part. Joe's biggest problem with the Nazis is not necessarily their dis- dislike of Jews. Yeah. But the fact that they were so loud about it. He said, go ahead and do it, but keep it quiet. Could you guys be cool? He met with the ambassador of Germany. I love this name. Herbert von Dirksen. (laughs) Basically to have a PR huddle. Like, look, guys, we get it. I get it. I definitely get it. (laughs) You guys got to chill. You're making posters. Talk about this amongst yourselves. Let's keep it to a book and read it at a whisper, guys. He's like a mom. Like, don't post about it. Yeah. You can think. Just don't post about it. A worried mom. Harvey Klemmer, an aide to the U.S. Embassy, later shared uh, Kennedy's summary of his anti-Jewish sentiment, even as the news of concentration camps came across, across the wires. Individual Jews are all right, Harvey, but as a race, they stink. They spoil everything they touch. Look what they did to the movies. Yeah, what are you talking about? Didn't they fun. improve movies? I don't know. Work with you? Yeah. <laughs> Make your movies? Yeah. You idiot? Make you money. You dumb. So, Joe, you're fired. F- hey, I'm FDR. I say you're gone. Go back to America. Rosemary goes loco. <laughs> Rosemary loses her mind because Rosemary's out of Belmont. She's pulled back with Joe Sr. Okay. <laughs> Who's that? That was Joe Biden. <laughs> Without the convents, support and attention, Rosemary regresses. It's a tragedy. Rosemary, this is not funny, but it's a little funny. She's lashing out. She's having seizures. She's having violent temper tantrums. She's ripped away from the nice touchy-feely Montessori uh, hippie people. She's violent. She's hitting family members, including her grandpa, Honey Fitz, which was the nickname of the grandpa. I don't know how he got that I nickname. I got the name. I think it was a honey too Fitz. sweet. Yeah. Oh, he'll try to fuck you, old I, Honey Fitz. Old Honey Fitz? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. He wants to stick his hand in a few jars. <laughs> it's not pretty. But we call him Honey Fitz. Because he's a pervert. Anyway, so he's hitting and kicking... <laughs> Her tiny white-haired grandfather until he's bleeding from his eyes. I don't know if that's true, but she was pulled away. She had to be yanked off of him like a Jeez. street fight, which is like over the line. Oh, really? I think if there's a line, that's over it. That might be over it yeah. for uh, hitting your... That's a tough one to Start get out of. drilling the holes, baby. Yeah, even if even if you are a little mentally challenged, beating up your grandpa. That's low. Can you blame Joe for the even lobotomy? Even for you. Yeah, Rosemary. <laughs> I don't care if you're 11 up there. Cut it out. I was on your side, you know. Yeah. Until you beat up honey. <laughs> he just cracks his knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> just clocks her. How do you like it? <laughs> so that's not great. None of this is great. It's all pretty bad. Rosemary's sent to a convent in D.C. They shove her in a convent, but she's a little escape artist who's a little horny, I think. I just don't know if she's... I think people are taking advantage of her, actually. Let's not remember her as horny because she probably wasn't. She's a manic pixie dumb girl. She's hot and she's kind of dumb. Yeah. Not her fault. A nurse's fault long ago. Uh, she's roaming the streets at like 2 a.m. I w- <laughs> she was like climbing on the roof. Yeah, what is she Going doing? through the chimney. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, there's a rosemary on the roof. Yeah. How does your brain have no oxygen, but your muscles are superhuman? <laughs> yeah, what is it? Well, I mean, that's... <laughs> jumping over roof. Well, that's kind of how it goes, ain't it? Yeah, it's... <laughs> Old daredevil. Yeah. Yeah, she can... Uh, she has adhesive hands. <laughs> she can climb up walls like a possessed person, maybe. <laughs> 
Get a priest over here. We got to exercise her. Never fuck her and strangle her. <laughs> fuck her and strangle her. Like a baby. <laughs> That's how we kill babies in the Catholic Church. So uh, Rosemary is meeting up with boys. She's like wandering into taverns. You think she really gave, I mean, we can cut this, but that's a toothy beach, you think? She did have big teeth. She did. But she had also, yeah, I wonder if she was excelled in the, I don't know. I have no idea what she, what her, what she was capable of in the boudoir. Probably not much. And I don't even know, We don't, she never got pregnant to my knowledge. That's true. So, and we know all this shit. So I feel like we would probably know. So I don't even think she maybe necessarily had sex. Yeah, I think they were worried. I think they were worried. They were very worried. Duh, that she was going to taverns and she's attractive and she's going to get pregnant and you know fuck boys are trying to chat her up she's like 22 and joe's like now which is now this is a dangerous position for joe because he's like she is if she gets pregnant this is not good yeah if she gets knocked up this is bad i've tried to put her in several boarding camps in several countries and continents across the atlantic in the homeland what do i do i'll give her a lobotomy that sounds like a good solution. I lobotomized my daughter. There had been about 500 lobotomies done at the time. So in the in the medical community in the early 1900s, it's pretty small. They're not really well-versed in treating mental illness. They don't know a lot about the brain. They literally thought psychosis was due to, like, you know, uh, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, was due to excessive self-reflection so that you would have an excessive recursive thought loop. And so they thought that this bad behavior uh, was due to bad connections in the brain, that your brain was literally wired all Wrong. scroopy. Yeah. Doopy. So if they snip some wires, they could maybe write you. You know, they could jump your uh, jump your engine, which is not a good That's idea. That's horrible. Why don't we just? Poke I mean, around I there? get that if it's like the 1300s. Yeah, but this is the 1300s. <laughs> but <sighs> the sweater makes me a different man. Yeah, it does. It really does. You got a lot of you got a lot of gestures. Yeah, a lot of pizzazz. <laughs> got, with that I thing. got a lot of. Gave you that sweater? Wasn't a magician that died long ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. There's this case about this guy, Phineas Gage. It's very interesting. He's a railroad. He's a foreman of a crew cutting, a cutting crew. <laughs> there are a crew that's cutting a railroad bed. In I'm going to read every word like I've just learned English <laughs> like for the first, the first time. Word of the I'm going to read this as Rosemary. <laughs> Gage, 25, was the foreman of a crew cut, cutting... Cutting a railroad bed in Cavendish, <laughs> Vermont, on September 13th, as he was using a tamping iron to pack explosive powder into a hole, the powder detonated. The tamping iron shot skyward, penetrated Gage's left cheek, ripped into his brain, and exited through his skull, landing several dozen feet away. Okay, it blinded him in his left eye. He may have lost consciousness, but he remained savvy enough to tell a doctor that day he has enough business for you. <laughs> Which, come on. No, he did not. He did. No, he did <laughs> the not. The doctor I guarantee he didn't walk in and say, here's some business for you. And then died. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> Why would he say a joke? <laughs> what even is that? He's more fucked up than we thought. So Gage survives. This guy who was like a model foreman. He was really doing his job well. But then after this uh, accident, he's like, he's totally cogent, but he's a different person. They called him no longer Gage. Um, he, yeah, I know, it's not very Jeez. creative. He's not Gage. That name. I know. Mm -hmm. What about Egag? 
His opposite. The opposite yeah, of his that's name. That's a good... That's Egag. A, yeah. He's he's Egag. <laughs> Egag was not a nice guy. He could not stick to plans. He uttered the grossest profanity and showed little deference for his fellows. So he got fired from this railroad job. He was like a rancher. He could only work around animals for the rest of his really? life. He was like a dick. Yeah, he just became a huge dick. Uh, and he was like a nice guy. And he's just saying fuck and shit and dick and, you know, all this <laughs> such things. Um but they realized that it would just change his personality. Like they realized that this part of your brain is linked to your personality. Okay. That so, was the that was the takeaway. Jesus. It's like you can live, but something about behavior, something right here, uh, affects how you behave. Yeah. And who you are, and the decisions you make, and the control and restraint you're able to have. So that information's out there. That if you fuck with the front part of your brain, you can alter personality. Okay. So. This is the start of lobotomies. And I think lobotomies worked purely out of luck. I just Truly. don't know if they ever worked. I think some you of them... you got to explain what one is today, because when okay. I first saw lobotomy, I didn't know. And you I didn't thought, know? I was like, they're taking her uterus out? I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> they're taking out her pipes. The lobuterus? <laughs> they're removing the lobuterus? No, dude. A Portuguese guy, a neurologist named Antonio Moniz, in 1935, was working on this chimp who was very angry and he was frustrated when he couldn't complete tasks. So he removed both of his frontal lobes. Suddenly, the monkey's more cooperative and really? docile. Um, he didn't say anything about his ability to complete the tasks, but he said he's pretty chill. Yeah, he said he was pretty calm. He never was like, yeah, and then the monkey w calmly completed the tasks. He was like, he was angry and he couldn't do it. And now he's smiling, his eyes are empty, and he still can't do it. <laughs> Pissing all over himself. And they're like, let's begin human trials. This monkey is so happy. <laughs> he hasn't completed one task. He's pissed himself. But look at that grin. Look at that smile on that chimp. So he's not completing tasks. I've already said that, Zach. You don't need to say it again. And then this guy comes along, Walter Freeman. And that guy's in Portugal. Walter is in the U.S. He has a mustache. He has glasses on. He looks actually like a pretty silly guy. A fun guy. But I'm not going to call him doctor anymore because I don't think he was a surgeon. I think he was a monster. He was raised by two famous doctors. Okay. And he's one of these freaks. This is his personality. He thinks it is his destiny to create something, to be somebody. Oh, so so no he's matter. driven yeah. by fame. Yeah. And he's driven, similar to the Kennedys. This whole story, all the mistakes are wrapped in prideful decisions and egomania. And uh, that's his problem, is that he thinks that he is destined to make a medical procedure or just make some kind of groundbreaking medical discovery. He takes a tour of a mental hospital, and he's like, this is disgusting, this is shameful, also opportunity. There's a lot of mental institutions with a lot of mentally ill people whose friends and family have abandoned them. Mm -hmm. So that's a like a fucking, that's a warehouse of brains, baby. Yeah. Come on down to the broken brain bin. Yeah, where the doors are locked <laughs> and no one can leave. No one can hear them scream. You got you a lot of willing patients when they can't say anything. <laughs> so um, he starts doing autopsies, this Freeman guy on uh, dead people who were mentally ill when they were alive. And he doesn't find anything uh, physically different about the brains. He realizes it must be something in the brain, something about how the brain works. So he starts emailing, <laughs> he starts writing letters to the Portuguese monkey man who knows about Gage. They both know about this railroad worker who became a different guy. And they decided, well, he decides to come up with his own procedure called the lobotomy. So 
What is a lobotomy? A brain has gray matter. If you look at if you look at an X-ray of a brain, there's gray matter which is darker and white matter. And gray matter is where processing happens, like mm -hmm. information is created by the inputs that you're receiving or the thoughts that you're having. And then white relays that information to your body. And the white is the is the paths that lead that information into your cerebrospinal fluid, into your spine, and through to the rest of your body. Which I think is also when your spine breaks, that's why you're paralyzed because your brain can no longer relay. The yeah. orders to your body crazy that it works like that it's insane it's yeah. insane how crazy brains are yeah which is all the more insane how crazy it is to go in there and fuck with one and that's what he did you drill two holes on either side of the head around your temples uh, you go in with a metal spatula and the lobotomy is you severing the connection the white matter between the frontal lobe and the rest of the brain i don't know why they thought this would work because like they're not they're not replacing it with anything well, also, it's like you're just going in there blindly poking around until you think somebody's better. What's your gauge? And <laughs> yeah. Where are you? Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to drill a hole and then just kind of poke around in there. What's the try, dashboard like, that you're looking yeah, at? Yeah. What is there? Is there a button you're hitting? Or <laughs> are you, you on just, a computer? <laughs> What's going on? You fixed? Yeah. He's just going in there and making shapes, writing his name on the brain. <laughs> and then they stop talking and he's like, ah, gave her the star. That's yes. what did it. I'm gonna go ahead and give Frank the ampersand. He's really he's really tagging the brain yeah, with his own graffiti. It? Yeah, yeah, he's doing like <laughs> gang gang yeah. on the brain. Doing a, a cartoon dick. <laughs> yeah, this guy's gonna be real cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big Trust L me. on the brain. Yeah, so I don't know how he thought that would be good for Rosemary, who was like slow. You know what I mean? If she's like not advanced, how would removing the brain? I just help? don't understand how that was ever even an idea to be like, what well, we got to do. You ever jukebox a brain? <laughs> you ever just boom and then the song plays? That's what we need to do. Yeah, yeah. It jukeboxes the brain of music. So like, you ever stab a jukebox with a knife? You ever do that while it's still awake? While it's singing nursery rhymes from the jukebox? <laughs> yeah. You ever kick a jukebox till the music stops? And then it's fixed? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a mechanic going over to a jukebox. All right. I can't think of a nursery. Baba Black Sheep. I can't think of one to sing. Um, twinkle, twinkle, little star. Yeah, you would good. do Twinkle, Twinkle. And then yeah. little I wonder where you... All right, we're done here. Next. Yeah, call the dad. Call the dad in. And also, why was she's it brain dead? Why was it determined? Obviously, this guy knows he's fucking up, and that's he just people believed him. There's no way any normal person, if you're a doctor and you do surgery and then they stop talking, that you're like cured, done. The problem was is that there weren't really any good cures. They had stories of successes where like someone would come in depressed yeah. and then they would leave and there's kind of a dim smile on their face because they're not having any of these dark thoughts because they're not having any thoughts. Yeah. They're, they're kind of uh, vegetableized and like they're still in there, but they're, and they can walk sometimes and like, but people would be deadened. But he thought that the loss of personality, that was worth the cure. Yeah, for sure. He's like, that's tangent. I mean, these guys weren't fucking bells of the ball in the first place. Yeah, I'm just making a dim bulb darker. It's pretty. You're like yeah. stealing the soul. Yeah. He's yeah, like yeah. sucking the soul to make their little robot body work mm -hmm. better. You know what I mean, Joe? The, the problem was is that there weren't good uh, solutions. Yeah, there were no So this was a solution. But, okay, the public is stupid. And seemed to receive it pretty well. Like even even a patient who died wrote a thank you note, being like, "Thank you for being so brave to try this." People received it well because it was a solution to their problems. I think they later recognized that it was a personality zapper. I don't think 
they realized that at first because at first they were like, oh my God, it stopped. The screaming, the crying, they're okay. Yeah. They're fixed. They're calm. This is who they really are. This is who they would be yeah, without these is... demons up their ass, you know, preventing them. They you, can eat the crackers. Let's give you some communion and get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, I you can claim that, you Rosemary? as my child yeah. now. I don't have to give you up to the eugenicists. But that's the thing is that Freeman, yeah. when he brought these results to like the, I don't know, a panel of doctors for it to be accepted in the US, they were saying that there was another doctor beside him who was like, I was there. This did not happen. Yeah. Because he was like, five were cured. And he's like, no, they were not. Really? They were pissing that their pants. Yes. And a lot of, for a while, every, everybody on the panel was like, get the fuck out of here. This isn't the answer. He was at, yes, the medical community shunned him. But there yeah. was no Twitter. There was no Facebook. There was no way to really tell the public that this was horseshit, especially because Friedman was a good PRist. He would invite reporters over to lobotomies who would, you know, they'd see the patients and then they'd see the patients and yeah. they'd be like, okay, crazy quiet <laughs> you know they're like great he uh, at the medical conference he's like explaining like here's my lobotomy so you take a person you know like you or me and take on uh two hammers a drill and what do you but they did they're this, awake they're awake they're, but they're under anesthesia like a, a local anesthetic or whatever they're putting them under, yeah under they get something. some novocaine yeah in their head if someone's putting Novocaine on your head, get out of there. Jeez, yeah. Rip the restraints off yeah. and run, baby, because you're about to be dead in the soul. And they strap you down. That's fun. If someone's strapping you down, you got to get up. You got to <laughs> think it's malpractice. You got to think something's going wrong. Are those straps? Yeah, these are steel straps. I'm not sitting in a chair that has straps. No. Even if she's naked. Even if the doctor or the woman I'm seeing is naked, if she tells me to sit down in a strap chair, no, you I'd can't. be tied to a bed, but I will not be strapped You'd to a chair. You'd tied to a bed? I would be tied to a bed. I would not be strapped oh, to a chair. Oh, like, like split four corners? Yeah, and then my coworkers walk in. Zach, that's always what happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what? like people who you need the respect of, they're like, what? <laughs> in movies or TV? It's always really tragically yeah, like an yeah, important yeah. person. And it's like their first time being tied up, and they're like, this isn't who I oh, am. <laughs> she, it was her idea. Help! Is that what your balls look like? <laughs> it's cold in here. I know they're big. <laughs> they're too big. <laughs> they're uncomfortably big. Yeah, that's what Jason, uh, the guy from American Pie, would say. Okay, Jason Siegel? No, no, no. Jason Sudeikis? Jason Statham? <laughs> My balls are too big. <laughs> they're too fucking big. <laughs> <laughs> My balls are too big. Fuck. If my heart rate goes below 60, I'm dead. <laughs> I don't even know. 60 what? Miles an hour? BPS. They measure my heart in miles per hour. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. For the audio only listeners, which is everybody right now, <laughs> I just, a water bottle, a closed water bottle slid down my lap and Charles freaked out. We're going to have to lobotomize Charles. I just... <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's too much. It's too much. He's suffering from schizophrenia. He's freaking out. Let's get some incisions in those eye sockets. Please. <laughs> oh my God. I just wanted to yeah, I was like, are you okay? No, I was just trying to see like, if I could get Charles right, yeah. was held in as a baby. <laughs> I'm gonna somebody start I'm gonna, instead of uh being dropped on your head, I'm gonna be you were held in. That's what I'll <laughs> say about the girls you send me. <laughs> the girl looked like she was held in, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, you seen that girl? <laughs> who held that bitch in? <laughs> Maybe you should see the nurse who held her in. 
<laughs> I bet she's more eligible. She's got a strong hand because that girl is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow, this is the podcast. Welcome Finally. to the podcast. Finally, now we start. You welcome. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. We start now. Two hours in, Zach and Charles began. <laughs> Chapter one. The joke. The joke. <laughs> oh, if you're a comedian and you start your book like that, I'll suck your toes. I'll do it. I didn't say dick because I wanted it to be anybody. <laughs> I want to widen the pool. <clears throat> Fuck, we're talking about lobotomies. Hold on. Wait, hold on. We had some. What were we talking about before? Lobotomies. Yeah. Why was it considered a, a good medical option? The public perceived it very well, but the medical campus was like, fuck off. Yeah. But after Wait, lo- I got a little okay. more lobotomy stuff. All right, go. Sorry. No, go for it. I was just trying to... <clears throat> no, thank you. That actually helped a lot. Um, unlike usual. <laughs> I didn't mean actually. Sometimes I say actually, and then I'm, I have to delete it, because I don't mean it like that. <laughs> but if you say actually, you're like, I thought you were a fuckhead, but <laughs> here's my next thing. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Here, This is the pod. Me apologizing as Charles tries not to spit out water. Water's always about to come out of you. <laughs> it's from all areas. Mm-hmm. Every hole. Is so close from seeping water. <laughs> you should see my glass. Yeah, you're like a cactus. You're like an Arizona cactus. Yeah, yeah. If I sliced you, it, you, it would look like Fruit Ninja. <laughs> you would be all water. Yeah. Humans are 70% water. Charles I mean, is 98% water. In, in a drought state. We take water seriously. Dude. Yeah, that's say, true. Hi guys. Some of us don't live on the water. We don't got anywhere I'm from. Yeah. Some. Yeah, you're used to going outside and it you know melts all the body moisture <laughs> off of you <laughs> yeah. and you have to replenish. Yeah. You don't have to drink like that here, man. Hey, man. We got water in the air, baby. I am now unless you give me a lobotomy. A what? <laughs> a lobotomy. A lobotomy. A lobotomy. Um, so, yeah, the medical community, he goes to a conference. He's like, here's my lobotomy. And they're like, get the fuck off! Yeah, they hate it. They hate it. Well, because they know who he is. Uh, you're an asshole. Yeah, and they're also like, you're fucking people up. Anyway, he's able to plow through that medical conference. Nobody really uh, reads the memos about the medical conference that happened. He's getting thank you notes from his patients. Every time somebody criticizes him, he's like, well, look at these fucking... Th-. He brought a bucket of thank you notes yeah. to a meeting and was like, <laughs> look at all the reviews. If they're so dumb... How do they write these? These are all in one handwriting. I know it looks like the pencil was held in the fist, but the words are very nice. So the problem is he needs someone else to do it because he's not a neurosurgeon. He's a neuroscientist. Yeah, well, what they were doing was, I mean, anybody could do that. Stick a spatula into your brain. and just. I mean, the drilling on the sides is, I guess. That's the surgery. That's the surgery. So he enlists this guy, Dr. Watts, to perform surgery that he choreographed. So if something goes wrong or nicks something, Watts can maybe fix it, like diminish a blood leak or something in your brain. He's getting annoyed. Oh, what's up, man? Hey. He's getting annoyed. Marcelo Hernandez. <laughs> What's up? Hilarious. Marcelo Hernandez, follow him, funny comedian. And then follow us. <laughs> you fuckheads. Yeah, leave a review. At overshadowed. Underscore podcast. Underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, he's getting tired that he has to direct this guy Watts to perform the surgeries. He's like, I want to get in there. I want to touch some brain. Yeah. I want to be closer to the brain. Hands you on. Know, closer to the brain, closer, closer to God. I want to be the very best like no one ever was. I want to be a famous neurosurgeon to lobotomize is my cause. <laughs> <laughs> so he... Lobotomy! <laughs> Lobotomy! Got a dead and it's you and me. 
and now it's no longer you. <laughs> I empty you and you pay me. Lobotomy. Lobotomy. <laughs> Ooh, you're dead inside. And it fills me with pride. <laughs> you're retarded. Okay. We had to say it one time. Yeah, we <laughs> we've been, we've one been more pretty for, good. Uh, a good pod. He <laughs> <laughs> makes a good pod. Yeah, we, we do have one more coming down the pike. It's scripted. <laughs> I hope you like it. <laughs> so he's getting annoyed that he can't do the surgery. So he comes up with a procedure. He's looking at some diagrams of the brain. He's looking at blueprints. How can I get in there without a drill? How can I do this DIY from home? Super easy. <laughs> easy step to an at-home lobotomy. How do I do it in under 10 minutes? Well, here's how you do it. He's giving an infomercial. This is what he wanted. This is his ultimate ambition yeah. is to give an infomercial for lobotomies. All right, everyone. So if you want to fix your nephew, your niece, maybe they're four, they're hiding. They should have come out by, neighbor, come out by now. If you live next to somebody who's mentally challenged, it is your duty to fix them. It is your neighborly duty. Neighborhood Watch shouldn't have that going on. So you need to lobotomize your friends and family. Invite them over. Make it a party. Make it a thing. Serve only dip that they'll eat with their hands after. <laughs> okay? For only $2.99 per ice pick <laughs> that we will need. Uh, now, here's what you're going to do before I give you the price, the full price. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to take the ice pick. You're going to put it right above the eyelid, and you're going to take a hammer, and you're going to... So it only takes a few taps to access the frontal lobe through the eyeball, which doesn't need that surgical auger, which is kind of the equivalent of like a jackhammer. Like you don't need that guy. You can just shovel it yourself. Yeah. That's what he did. And it was very fast. He could do it in like 10 minutes. So dude, Watts walks in on him with a patient with two ice picks in the uh. patient's eye. And Watts is like, bro, stop. <laughs> stop. What are you doing? And he's like, what? His dick's out. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Stop. <laughs> His dick's above the eye. Yeah. This is the easiest way to get into the brain. <laughs> I've been trying to fuck a brain my whole life. So he's doing dozens a day. One time he lined up 20 people, Freeman, this asshole, who is going to perform the uh, lobotomy on Rosemary. He, this is the guy. He lined up 20 people and uh, just... Ah, oh, just went down the Same, line. Went down the line like it's a what goddamn is porn what is this, with so everyone bent over just oh waiting for them ice God. picks. Except he was performing surgery just like in a hallway. So he did this about 3,000 to 5,000 times in his lifetime. Uh, lo he did 5,000 lobotomies. He did about 5,000 lobotomies. Uh, was, he, was he getting rich off of this? Was he driving a white Lamborghini, doing coke, blasting Frank Sinatra out the roof? Like, what was <laughs> this guy? What's his celebrity status at this point? Maybe he went to, at least like had steak for dinner most nights. You know? He would just go out and just pick into a steak yeah. like it was a brain. Now the steak is cured. He's like, Watts, you go. <laughs> he makes him cut his steak. Watts is like, this is humiliating. Yeah. I can't believe this. I can't get away from you. <laughs> I don't know. Why. Well, Watts stuck around because he was also intrigued by the monkey man in Portugal who took the chimp's brain out. And Watts was like, I can get down with that. Okay. I'd take a monkey brain out. All right. What else you got? Mm -hmm. And uh, good old um, Freeman. Freeman was like, I got this. And he's like, all right. And then, you know, they're, they're testing at different lengths. And uh, during Rosemary's uh, operation, something went very wrong, which is they accidentally cut too deep into the limbic system, which controls your emotions. And so they really got too deep into, like, the core of your emotional being. 
not even like your outward behaviors, but like the fucking CPU. Wow. They nicked her her CP her soul PU. Yeah. And boy, did she stop singing. Wow. The, uh, it was apparently an extremely traumatizing surgery. Uh, the nurse after oh, the yeah. attending nurse quit. Just left the medical profession entirely. It was like that. That was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I'm taking my gloves off. Yeah, you can have... we just powered off a girl. Yeah, and I don't want to do this anymore. I'm gonna teach. I'm gonna teach science. I'm gonna teach nursing. Back to Rosemary. Back to Rose. Joe doesn't say shit to nobody. Joe Senior goes to Doctor Freeman himself. He says, "You cut a hole in my daughter." Because you... yeah, she's worse now, right? What? Because she comes back to America worse. Oh yeah, they're at which she end comes with back her. to America. She's hooting, she's hollering, she's kicking honey fits, she's slapping her grandpa in the dick, and they're like, "It is it's pretty bad. Stop. It's got to stop." It's uh, I try to be like, "Stop out of me." Get, but, uh, <laughs> you got to stop out of me. You were getting you. I got to stop out of me because you got to stop. So Joe secretly uh-huh. goes behind everybody's back, sets yeah. up a lobotomy. Yeah. Takes her in. She's 23 years old. It was rumored that Rosemary didn't even know she was going to get a lobotomy. Then she goes through the horrible procedure. So traumatizing. Even the nurse quits. She can't walk. She can't talk. She's incontinent. Her soul is dead. Yeah, she's fucking fucked. Dog. Rosemary, they fucked her. They fucking screwed her. Joe didn't even tell his wife. And this causes a rift between Joe Sr. and his wife. They, they start kind of the unofficial process of disowning her which is very shitty but they what are you gonna do though are the kennedys you got a bad kid you gotta throw it away you gotta hide your skeletons you, you gotta, gotta put them in a closet and in this case that closet was an institution on the east coast but when john f kennedy started his presidential ambitions the dad was like a little too close to home i'm gonna move you to wisconsin to wisconsin dude. to wisconsin i'm gonna ship you to the cold north on the opposite side of the country and by the yourself f- truly horrible what happened to rosemary a true tragedy especially seeming how nice she she seemed i don't know i didn't know her. she could have been a bitch but she seemed nice she seemed like a voluptuous nice person you, you, you love putting the m in there because it's a sensual letter voluptuous i love it those are the lumps the lump Volump. yeah the, yeah those lumps were volump. yeah my rosemary humps oh. check it out so there's no <laughs> visitors allowed. The family didn't see her for two decades. The parents never visited. Her name was basically Voldemort. Also, the kids didn't know. The kids didn't know what They're happened like, what to happened? her. What do you mean you don't know where she is? Dad, she where was, are you going? She was just in the kitchen. I just saw her. Joe's lying. Oh, she was just... <laughs> she literally was just in the kitchen. You guys didn't see her? You're crazy. Rosemary? I You're don't know. Crazy. She's probably... She's probably out walking around getting fucked. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> she can get it. Yeah, I'm worried is. about her. <laughs> Yeah. She might get an STD. I am deeply concerned. I think she got a lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> That's your, the kid? I fucking know. Kick. Come on. Kick. Kick. I love you. Um, and the Kennedy parents gave the press excuses as they slowly faded her out. They were like, oh, she's going to be a teacher or a social worker, which is a good cover also for her constantly attending Montessori schools. Mm-hmm. Not as a student, but as a, as a teacher's aide, an yeah. educator. Right. So they're really trying to conceal her uh, mental illness. I wonder if somebody was like, wow, she's been training to be a teacher for <laughs> a really long time. <laughs> she might be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she's either really she stupid or she's about to be the Best teacher. <laughs> yeah. She's really backing up for a running start. <laughs> yeah, holy. We are not ready for how good of a teacher she is going this to be. teacher is about to explode into the field of education. I wonder if somebody had, was a conspiracy like, Rosemary, I'm telling you, we haven't heard from her, but... <laughs> 
After a minute with her, the kids know five languages. <laughs> She's the best goddamn teacher I've ever known. She's, the best. She's teaching babies calculus. <laughs> These kids, they know what an isosceles triangle is. <laughs> they're, they're sucking at their mom's tit. They go, <laughs> rhombus. They know. Equal on all sides. <laughs> That's the suckling. Isosceles. If that wasn't clear. Poetic justice, baby. Her dad has a stroke. <laughs> For the last eight years of his life, he can't write, speak, or stand. He can only cry. And God damn it, Joe Sr., if you didn't deserve it a little bit. He did, well, yeah. He, he deserved a at little least eight bit. years. A little bit. Eight years. He had a g- very good life. He was fucking actresses. Yeah. And then coming home, petting his kids on the head, reading them a bedtime story, and doing anal with Penelope Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he was. Uh, he was a Catholic, so it probably was anal. <laughs> yeah, I bet it Sorry. was. What's up, man? Kill it, kill it. <laughs> it's funny to do another interruption. <laughs> They're like, "Oh man, sorry. Do you think? Do you think? Oh, sorry. Do you think?" And they come back. Hey, man, you still doing that thing? <laughs> yeah. Do it. Your comic, comic, comic. Well, cool. Your comic, comic, comic. It's better to have friends. <laughs> Be friends with everyone. Gotta be friends with everyone you can Cause you never know who's gonna make it Who's gonna start a show on who's Wednesdays gonna start? <laughs> Or Tuesdays Or Mondays at 10 o'clock You never know And then when they start you'll be like I think I kinda know that guy We're on Nux We're on Nux terms Whenever I see him I eat air pussy at him <laughs> That does make other people je- Like if, if I didn't If you saw Marcel and, you were, and he did it back I'd be like damn Damn they got a bond I wish I could eat pussy with those guys <laughs> I wish I could eat air puss with him. We're like, no, dude, I'm guitar, he's bass. We got the lead in the rhythm. Get, no, 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 no. You can be tambourine. Be Finger. Finger. <laughs> You're jerking off a dude? Charles went straight to air jerk off. <laughs> Why can you air finger? That's tough. You do that. You could do just you know, crazy. <laughs> no you could way. do a little. A little Who does that? A little sweet quit action, <laughs> you know? You can do all kinds of stuff. Very versatile. That sounds like the. Uh, that I do, like I do a, a nice. That looks like racing or <laughs> I do a nice sensual one. I do the whole. I do all down and up. They like the down and up. That's too weird. That's <laughs> <laughs> too weird, dude. You don't do the whole cat and caboodle. I don't do the kit. Or don't, the, I don't me. do the cat or the Williams. <laughs> you like the kit, but you don't like the caboodle. I don't like. That's what the rest of the vagina is called. The caboodle. The clit and caboodle. The caboodle menorah. The caboodle majora. <laughs> wow, this the, the clitora bombora. Five hours. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. They're doing shows. It'll be okay. Yeah, we're gonna get out of here. It's we're at, eight. We're at is the it con- eight o'clock. Uh, yeah, we're at the conclusions. All right, <laughs> we're about to conclude. Okay. We didn't get started till like five. It's no, no one oh, cares. That's true. Do you think we started at four? And just people coming in multiple times. I was like, Come on. it was just Marcel. <laughs> it was just those guys. Yeah, you're right. All right. So while while President Kennedy, coward Kennedy, I call him weakhead Ken. <laughs> I call him <laughs> weakhead Ken is good. <laughs> Couldn't deflect it. I swear to God, if somebody shot me in the head and, and I'd advise you don't, I'd deflect it. The bullet would shoot right off. It would go bing bong. I know New York. <laughs> Fuck your life. Fuck your life. <laughs> if you see these dogs in your front yard, no upstairs. I'm, Charles is fucking up the studio. Uh, while, while, so, okay. So fucking, yeah, that's the rest of, uh, of Rosemary's unfortunate life is that this will be marred by charles it's so i can mute yours okay and uh, that's the rest of uh that 
unfortunately, is the rest of Rosemary's life. She is in a vegetative state. She can't really talk. She's incontinent. She's in an institution in Wisconsin. Her family eventually visits her. There's a rumor that JFK stopped by on a tour, on a campaign unconfirmed but uh yeah she didn't get many visitors she was slowly reintegrated into the family when she was when she was like 50 or 60 yeah and she i mean there's pictures of her with like the hundred kennedys and she's in a wheelchair just like she's in the wheelchair just just looking hollow broken yeah just done can you i wonder if she was aware or like was she she just trapped or was she a hundred percent a different person i don't know because your brain is damaged did they damage the brain because we're thinking of it as like they trapped her within herself yeah, but yeah, what yeah. if they just damaged the yeah so you remove the pre you remove the frontal lobes and you remove kind of the personality and like the behavior traits but they also got her emotions inside it's out they got two she, of them it's yeah there was a second sniper <laughs> in rosemary's head Jeez, bad head trauma in that family yeah that everyone talks about jfk's brain nobody talks about rosemary's brain yeah actually that's kind of the, uh, the one that's, took a that's the fucking episode yeah <laughs> god damn it fuck <laughs> So there are some, this is the shitty thing about Rosemary is, and I do, honestly, I don't know. There's some very good things that came out of the very terrible life that was the majority of Rosemary's life. And it's the benefits that we have for mentally challenged people today. And I wonder, I really was thinking about this. Do you think we would be as advanced as we were with the mentally challenged? Because Rosemary lived such a tragic life that the Kennedys supposedly the children didn't really know about. And when they found out about it, this is the narrative that when they found out about it, they were so guilted that they pushed and they truly did credit to the Kennedy children. Because I think if this was reversed, Joe, if he was the president, like, I don't know, someone of Joe's generation maybe Mm -hmm. would have just kept that with inside himself and not made any reform. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think would have happened. What's up? How's it going? Um, there's a couple things that came out of this. Most notably, all the things that were passed for the mentally challenged people. Mm-hmm. It changed everything. It ushered in a new era where mentally challenged people had rights now. They, uh, let me just read this off. In 1946, the Joseph P. Kennedy Jr. Foundation was formed, and that was a foundation that said they were bent on improving mentally challenged people's lives. Mm-hmm. They didn't really do anything except donate to Catholic charities, but in 1957, Eunice Kennedy, one of the sisters, took over the foundation and started putting all the money into mentally challenged people's rights. Then JFK gets elected. October 11th, 1961, he gives a speech announcing his atten- uh, intention to appoint scientists, doctors, a bunch of panels to just upgrade, yeah. research, learn about the mentally disabled to make sure they have a better life. It was called, he, uh, he established a council called the President's Committee on Mentally Retardation, which exists today as the President's Committee for People with Intellectual Disabilities. Retardation yeah, that- being stricken from the record. But there is a speech of Kennedy going, the retards, the mentally retarded. And it's uh, it's pretty fun. It's a fun speech. To it's a fun to. speech. It wasn't as uh, yeah. It was fun. It was fun. It was it was very uh, practical though. I mean, he was like, these are the numbers. He was serious. Like people are being mistreated. Uh, like mental institutions are way overpacked. These are the numbers. It's bad out there. My sister is a victim of it. I don't know if he said my sister's a victim, but like he's like my sister's in kind of involved. Okay, I think it became. I don't know how he how yeah. clean he came with it. Do you know? No, I didn't see anything of him saying that. I just I think people started to know. Yeah, 116 then, acts or amendments the Congress yeah, passed. I mean, that's a lot over 20 years too. So they worked quick. Yeah, and they uh, created Camp Shriver, which is uh, 
kind of like basically a normal summer camp for people yes. who are mentally impaired. Which is great. That's got to be a lot that's of fun. So fun. Yeah, that's a lot. Being of a fun. camp counselor there. Oh my god, that'd be a blast. That would be very every fulfilling. day is a water fight. Every every day, <laughs> it would be really fun. Yeah, and so they just had like a very normal, just conventional, what we all think of as like a fun outdoor camp experience, which then kind of turned into the Special Olympics. Yeah, we probably should try to get out of here. Who would you rather have been, Charles? <laughs> Joseph or <laughs> no, Mary? Uh, no, John F. Kennedy or Rosemary. Or Rosemary. JFK. Of course. I don't know. It's tough. It's not. It's very It's cruel. really not. It's a horrible life. Yeah, Rosemary. So soon, too, when she was 23, lobotomized and then shuttered away for And the then lived until she was 86. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. And again, if you, if you have that much money, just pay for permanent friends. Yeah. They did that for periods, and she was, like, happy. Yeah. Or have her trained to be a teacher for the rest of her life. I mean, that's what they did when they lobotomized her. They were like, oh, she's teaching up a storm. We haven't seen her in years. Yeah. She's educating she's so, so many people. Good. She's so good. She can't pick up the phone. <laughs> yeah, she, she can't walk to pick up the phone. <laughs> I bet she wouldn't even be able to talk if she saw me. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, she lived a horrible life. Martyr's a good word for her. Martyr's a great word. Because she did end up saving uh, other people. Yes. But it's just shitty that she, you know, went. It's such a long... I mean, dude, the Kennedys, like, Kick died in a plane crash. Joe Jr. died... Plane crash. ...in a plane blow-up. Yeah. JFK shot. Yeah. Ted Kennedy with the... Oh, Ted, Robert, Ted Kennedy, Robert Kennedy shot. Everyone ends in tragedy. I don't know how Rose died, but she's not technically Kennedy. The mom. Yeah, I don't remember. She either. must be dead, right? Yeah, <laughs> there's no way. Everyone she's actually else is still. She's like Ringo Starr. No, she's yeah, still she alive. plays with the Stones. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> she's tambourinist. Looks like Eddie from Iron Maiden. <laughs> so, do you hate Joe as much as you think originally? Let's go down uh, the people that you hate. Okay. Because that's I think the way Freeman Easy. Uh, yes, of you're course. never gonna change. Yeah, Freeman's a monster. No, his his wife was an alcoholic, and uh -huh. apparently lobotomies could also be used to treat alcoholism. I was like, fucking talk, walk the walk, buddy. Yeah. If this is such a good, normal practice, you know, eat the sausage. Lobotomize yourself. <laughs> Dude, he did it on kids, too, uh, with the ice pick and stuff. And, like, some kid was just acting up. And through some miracle, he didn't change that much. Like his Oh, he didn't go he, deep enough. It didn't go deep enough. You ever enough? get a COVID test that really kind of feels good? <laughs> You're right. Like, uh, you didn't go in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, <laughs> we definitely, this result's going to be bad because you didn't go deep enough, uh -huh. but I appreciate not crying. You got one of those. Yeah, thanks for going easy on me. Yeah. You fake doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not helping anybody. No. Yourself included. Well, I mean, you're getting the result that says negative, and that's all you're you need. getting the negative <laughs> result. And that's really what we need here. <laughs> that's really what the commerce is built on nowadays is a negative test result. Those are going to cost money. You, NFTs? I'm a results guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a negative fucking test. That's what I am. <laughs> I'm an NFT. <laughs> um, so Rosemary was sacrificed. Our official opinion on Joe, uh, I am clapping my fists together, so I feel like that's not good. You know, follow the body, follow the mind. I feel like I'm, a, I'm aggressive when I think of Joe. Okay. What do you think of Joe? I'm rich. Honestly, cause you've been poking know. at me. I don't know what I think of Joe. You coward. I think he hates Jews, but a lot of people did back then. I'm trying to figure out how much <laughs> But you can't let that rule him out. He's a people of the time. He's a modern man. I mean, uh, I am. People have. Yeah. I'm just, would you argue pedophilia is worse than hating Jews? It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I think it like is like acting on pedophilia. Yes. Oh, you're and right. Acting, acting on, on hating Jews. Jews. No, 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 this is a wild question. Um, 
acting and then not acting. Somebody's getting laid with <laughs> and nobody's getting laid with Aiden Jude. That's true. So what's worse? We're a sex positive podcast. <laughs> the results just came back. We're positive sex positive. For pedophilia. Yep. Pedophilia busted. <laughs> Hating Jews is busted. Pedophilia confirmed. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's bad to hate a whole race of people, but it seems really bad to fuck a kid, you know? Yeah. So we hated Jews. Be real. We've forgiven people for other things that are bad. So keep going. He I, started I think, a dynasty. Sure. <sighs> it's just... The way that he reacted and abandoned Rosemary is unforgivable in my eyes. Listeners, if you have a suggestion for what you would have done and how you would have better handled Rosemary as your daughter as you also tried to groom your sons for the presidency, <laughs> write in or leave a review on the episode about what you would have done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Lobotomies are so fucking stupid. And so Joe was rolling the dice. He went to one of those conventions. He's going, hoo, 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 in the back. He's like, fix my kid. Fix my kid. Yeah. He uh, he was really desperate for a solution because he was worried that she was going to get knocked up. And once well, he potatoed her, like his worst nobody's going to want to fuck her now. <laughs> He's like, yeah, mission accomplished. And then he had a stroke and then had to suffer in silence. He could only cry, apparently. That was the only real, real thing he could do. Anyway, this has been overshadowed. <laughs> That's how we end. So Joe Sr. went and fucked himself. Could and, only uh, cry. Could only cry. <laughs> um, we do have to go. It's uh, fucking eight thirty one. Yeah, we've been here. Uh, we've been here for a long, long been time. Here for a while. Fucking, we smelt the room up. I like wait. We smelt the. Yeah, we need to leave immediately. Um, you do the outro. All right, everybody. That was our episode. I hope you loved it. And uh, hope you loved it. Take uh, it home. Put it in the oven. Ate it up. Rosemary. What's the thing? What? So that was Rosemary Kennedy. Everybody, congratulations. You have just been brought. Into the light. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please follow us on our social medias on Instagram. I'm Charles underscore Engel. That's E N G L E. All the other social medias, it's the same exact thing except for YouTube. It's Charles Engel comedian, and we have our overshadowed podcast Instagram. It's overshadowed underscore podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Zach Russell Comedy. Same thing on TikTok. Same thing on YouTube. Please follow us. Follow the Patreon. Also, we have a uh, video coming out with me and my brother. I interview Corey, and it's like it's like one and a half hours, and it's going to be video. Nice. So it's uh, it's pretty exciting. I'm a little blurry, but we have some fun brotherly convos. He lives on a boat in London. His life's pretty interesting. Wow. Actually. It's uh, it's kind of wild. He works at a tobacco company. Um, so he lives an interesting life, uh, despite me overshadowing him. I'm better than him at most things, which we talk about. Okay. Uh, but he's a very cool, lovable, smart, great guy, and you're going to love him. Some of you will fall in love with him. He's 6'3". He's 6'3"? He's six fucking three. How do you get that? My, my dad was the shortest in his family, and he was six feet tall. So everyone in his family was, even the woman, <laughs> Tammy. You got a 6'1 Tammy lurking really? around in Minnesota. Stomping through the woods. Wow. Yeah, yeah making her own trail mix. I got a big old Tammy back home. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. So follow Tammy at, <laughs> at Tammy Stomps. And she will sit on your... No, she won't do any of that. She gives great massages, though. She's a lovely aunt. But uh, thanks for... Oh, yeah. Thanks for being here with us. Because I was gone for a minute. But you guys are still here. So thanks for being here. We've loved our talk. We're going to do another episode. And we're going to keep these fucking going, baby, because the pod's the future. Yep. And the future is now. All right. So good night. Good day. And good luck.